Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I promise following me on Twitter will not get you the coronavirus. But speaking of that, just a couple of minutes ago, the IT department of all people went through every studio in the building and wiped everything down. And in the WQAM studio, there's a whole lot of dust, a whole lot of band-aids for some reason, a couple other crazy things. Speaking of craziness, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to hear from the Hawk and Crowder show. Here is a taste of some of that craziness. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and I slap the drink out of his hand. Right. And money's in the line with me. Boy, what you doing? You just lost a fan. You just lost a fan. Like I said, we're going to hear from them in about 30 minutes from now. Also got the Joe Rose Show on with Mayor Jimenez talking about the coronavirus and sports here in South Florida. Plus the Dan Levitard Show, Michael Doliakakakakak, songs version 3.0, which you don't want to miss. And you never want to miss headlines, so here they are. The Ivy League has canceled its conference basketball tournaments due to coronavirus. The Canes play in the ACC tourney tomorrow at noon against Clemson. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. The Panthers defeated St. Louis last night 2-1. They play the Stars Thursday. The Heat are off till tomorrow when they play the Hornets. Both Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder are expected to play. The NFL franchise tag deadline has moved from Thursday to Monday at noon due to continued voting on the collective bargaining agreement. The Dolphins have yet to use their tag. Over two dozen professional horse trainers have been charged for allegedly giving racehorses PEDs. One of the horses in question is champion Maximum Security. Kane's baseball team back in action at UCF tomorrow, 6 o'clock. The Marlins 3, Nationals 2 in spring training earlier today. Tomorrow, Miami plays the Yankees. And now, you know what we do. We take a step into the day spa. (sighs) An Australian family accidentally bought 48 boxes rather than 48 rolls of toilet paper online. That sounds like my mom's dream come true. A Lake City, Florida elementary school has broken the record for largest tape ball. Eh, math, science, English, you won't need those. But building a giant tape ball? That is a skill that will benefit you forever. There is evidence that coronavirus can spread through kissing, but no reports of it spreading through sex. So skip the floor play and just get down to business. It may just save your life. An upside down house in South Africa has become a tourist attraction. 
I'm sorry. If I'm in South Africa, I'm finding something better to do, if not just walking around trashed. Two miners, while walking on a beach in Great Britain, found a message in a bottle soliciting sex. I guess by any means necessary. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, chance of rain with temperatures around 70. Win $25,000 cash at Hylia Park Casino. Get free entries every Saturday and earn more entries playing slots every day now through March 21st. Grand prize, $25,000 giveaway Saturday, March 21st. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. This morning, Joe Rose Show, they got serious and they got sporty with Miami-Dade Mayor Jimenez talking about the coronavirus and sports here in South Florida. Also, how the city plans on handling the heat. I got interested and excited when they talked about the future of Inner Miami entering Miami. And then, surprisingly, a very unpolitical take on Tua Tango Valoa. Tell me that the coronavirus is not going to mess up any of our March sporting events. Are, are we in pretty good shape with the Miami Open and the NASCAR Dixie Vodka 400 down to Homestead Miami Speedway? I wish I could tell you that we're in pretty good shape. I don't know. This situation changes every day. Right now, as of now, we have uh, no plans to cancel, especially any outdoor event. But uh, again, the situation with the coronavirus changes every day, Joe. And I can't guarantee that uh, in two hours, CDC changes their diet and, and we're, uh, we're compelled to, to cancel that so a very fluid situation sorry what about the i don't know a lot of you know all the the major sports not having media in the locker rooms that's fine but playing you know heat games or whatever without fans there is this something that you are kind of i know that the leagues are going to do with it whatever they want but are, do they contact like the, the county officials and everyone tell them what's going on with that well it'll be up to us to cancel those events they can cancel it themselves if they want but obviously they're they're the sponsors of it if we felt it a health risk, especially on the you know the Miami Heat plays in in our our arena, then uh, you know we could say uh, no, we're going to have to cancel those events. So that's that's something that we're looking at. We're not uh, ready to do what uh, what happened with the city of Miami yet because we don't have that guidance from the CDC or the State Department of Health. And so I'm guided by the experts, uh, the CDC, the State Department of Health, and they will uh, give us guidance. That doesn't mean that individual municipalities can't. Uh, cancel the event that they're sponsoring, uh, just like the city of Miami canceled Ocho and Ocho. That was those are their events, and they did that. Uh, but the CDC—that's not what the CDC is saying right now. Although a lot of the guidance, from, at least from a, a series of slides that I saw yesterday, indicate that they would rather you have events, especially large events outdoors. So I've got a uh, you know we, we this, again this is a very fluid situation and it's something that we've never faced before and like just. Just like I did with Zika when we decided that we needed to do aerial spraying and, and kill mosquitoes, that was uh, those are decisions that were that, that were not not made in a vacuum. They were made with you know the best of expert advice. Uh, I'll be guided by that same expert advice when it comes to uh, the the uh, COVID nineteen. Mayor, I want to ask you about Inner Miami as they get set to for their home opener up in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I recently heard their commissioner of MLS say in the next couple years we expect to be back in Miami. How close are they to getting something done completely with Freedom Park, whether it's the golf soil 
to getting something done. Where does that stand with commissioners and mayors and everything else? Well, it's a city of Miami issue, but I would think that with the new uh, city manager, Art Noriega, I've known him for a long time, very competent guy and a, and a deal maker. I would expect that they'd have some deal be brought up to the commission in the near future. Now, there's one commissioner who said he's a flat-out no, will always be a no, that's uh, Commissioner Reyes, which means that he's got they got to get all the, the other the other four because they need a, a four-fifths majority in order to, to consummate that uh, that or, that arrangement. So whether they can do that or not, I I, I don't know. I, I tend to think that they can, but uh, again, um, you know, the, the the city of Miami's pretty contentious. Uh, they're pretty well divided on a three-to-two line, and wow. uh, but you know, sometimes sometimes they do come to agreements, and it all really depends on what the deal is and what uh, the city manager or Noriega brings in, you know, to the uh, to the table for these commissioners to consider. So, Mary, just to follow up, if it doesn't, and and I hope it does work out, but if it doesn't, what's the next plan for Miami? Is there or for Dade County? Is there any other location? It looks like they've really locked in and liked that one the best. What 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 would be next? They've actually pulled the trigger and bought the that piece of property from Miami Dade County to kind of get a, another assemblage, which is in Overtown. It's about uh, I believe fifteen acres or so that they have there. It's a much smaller footprint, obviously, than uh, Freedom Park. But, uh, you know, that was the original uh, site that they wanted, I mean, that they kind of homed in on before they, they started looking at, uh, at Mel Reese Golf Course. And so they actually have that, and it's uh, they bought it. The The problem with that, though, is that they bought it under, you know, the, the assumption that we had be a soccer stadium. If they actually don't build a soccer stadium, then uh, that's problematic because then we, we actually have to kind of get that piece of property back unless there's an alternate deal that they can strike with a with a county commission. Mayor, it, it, I want to go back to Ultra for a second. Is there a chance to reschedule that, or is that just done for the year? No, that's City of Miami. Again, I think that they cancel it for the year. I don't think that uh, logistically that they can go ahead and and, and get another date. Uh, we just had uh, Emerge Americas, which is a technology conference, a technology conference. They canceled, but they can't. They postponed it till, till later in the fall. They were able to get those dates back at the Miami Beach Convention Center. I was a little different because they had so many people coming from uh, from uh, you know uh, different places overseas. A lot of the tech companies are kind of shutting down their sponsorship now. There's a huge technology, a big big technology conference in uh, South by Southwest that was just recently canceled for the same reasons. And so, but no, I believe that it basically is canceled for the year. Mayor, got to hit you with this one. Now, this might be the biggest one uh, of the morning right here. The Dolphins with that fifth pick. If two is sitting there at five with that bad hip, do you take him? You you got to go out on record on this one. You like that or no? You're talk- I'm sorry, you know, you kind of cut out, but I said when you- talking about Tua, Tua with that uh, fifth overall pick with a bad hip, would you take him if you're the Dolphins or not? No, I don't. I think that he's got uh, a history of injuries in, from high school through college. He's never finished a, a, a season. Great person and a great quarterback, but I'm really, really scared about his durability. So if I were if I were there pulling the trigger, I, I don't think I'd do that. All right, follow up. That's why you're the. By the way, that's why right. you're the right. county mayor. Right. I like that right there. I, I like have, that. Pick. I have a follow up, mayor. So, so what do we do at five then? I think you uh, you take Herbert. You know, he's got maybe some uh, accuracy issues, but. 
I like uh, uh, you know everything about him. He's a big, strong, great arm. Uh, he fixes his accuracy. He's very athletic. Kind of uh, fits the mold of the modern you know NFL quarterback. And uh, I uh, I think I go that way. And uh, he's been durable. So uh, dur- there there is a value to durability. Okay, so that's my concern with Tua. Tua is much more accurate, which is also you know that's one of the main things in being an NFL quarterback. But I'm not sure that he's going to be able to uh, to uh, stay healthy for a year, much less a career. So that's that's the reason I don't pick him. I pick Herbert. Mayor, always great having you, man. Appreciate you getting up with us this morning, coming on for a few things going on in Dade County and, and finding out what you like with that fifth pick. That's, that's good All stuff. Right, Thank you, Mayor. See you guys later. Mayor Jimenez not playing around. I thought he was trying to crawfish and get out of the question. He was like, oh, I didn't hear that. I got to go. No, no, no. He came right back real strong saying, no Tua at five. Take Herbert. Whoo. That's not like most politicians. He didn't dance around. He went straight for the sweet spot. That's why he's the mayor. Some could say Dan Levitard is the unofficial mayor of Miami. Earlier today, they got musical once again. And I think it's going to be a long, long time Till tip-off brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm the Doliac. Doliac. More of the singing minstrels on Doliac. Plus, taking a look at the XFL and Greg Cody's back in the day with the Dan Lebetard Show just five minutes away. Keep it right here on the Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. How do you do? I am Dan Day. Remember, you can download the podcast for this show or any of the shows you hear on the radio station, wqam.com, wherever you get your podcast for free, or the radio.com app. Playing a little bit of Robin Thicke, Blurred Lines, because today, Robin Thicke's 43rd birthday. And of course, his dad, the late actor, Alan Thicke, who was the father on Growing Pains. Alan Thicke, a huge proponent of the legalization of cannabis. How do I know that? One time I was at an event that he happened to be emceeing, and he came up to me because he knew I was a sports guy and said, ooh, the Honey Badger's here. Could you please introduce me? And he was really set on meeting Tyron Matthew. And finally, I was like, I I don't know what the big deal is. I know he's a football player. I know he's kind of popular. But why are you so excited about the Honey Badger? And he told me right out. He was like, I'm a big proponent of legalization of cannabis, and he's kind of one of the guys I look up to. So there you have it. Alan Thicke and the Honey Badger eventually just hit it off. I'm guessing became friends. So RIP Alan Thicke, and happy birthday to his son, Robin Thicke, 43 years young today. Stay young listening to the Dan Levitard Show weekdays. 10 to 1 right here on 560. The Joe, how do they keep you so young? They keep it fun. They've got Michael Doliak songs version 3.0. Also, Greg Cody's Back in the Day and the XFL Midseason Awards. We will get to Greg Cody's Back in My Day, but I got some Doliak songs here. Chris, what is your level of confidence? And so far, the way we're playing this is... If there's a single bad one, we're not going to any more. They've all got to be good. So where where should I go right now? Line one. Richard, you're on ESPN Radio. Go ahead, Richard. All right, I'm glad he said line one and not five. And I think it's going to be a long, long time till tip-off brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm the Doliac. Doliac playing for teams I don't even know. Uh oh. And 
Oh, I thought you were done. My bad. Nice voice, though. Yeah, uh, not bad. Mike yeah. Ryan is shaking his head no. Is that it? Is that the end of? Is that the <laughs> official end of the Doliac game? Greg Cody giving it some vigorous coughs. We're not worried at all about <laughs> the fact that he's coming off of a disco cruise and might be contagious. Not worried at all about that. Don't start any rumors, please. You came off of a disco cruise and we had to give you a day off because you couldn't breathe. This thing is killing people, old people with respiratory problems. No, I'm fit as a fiddle. Oddly, the coronavirus outbreak is going on and Greg's never sounded healthier. Um, It is weird. I'm clicking heels over here. Don't be concerned about that dry cough. He's had it since NOM. See? Time now for Greg Cody's. Is that it? Is that it? Are the Doliac calls done? Go to line two. Ooh, wow. Matt, you're on ESPN Radio. Go ahead, Matt. I've got the mic drop. Doliac! Yes, he's back. It's been too long. We're glad that he's on track. He's got one ring, enough bling to keep those doubters from hanging around. Now more than young minds never leaving the floor. A master's in physics, but he's thirsty for more. You may be wrong by thinking he's done. He's got one ring and you've got none, and now he's back. Dolly, Dolly, he's Michael Dolly. Wow. What made that work for me was it was a great performance. But I pictured some dude like going to the bathroom in his office <laughs> and belting that out. And, it's, it's certainly not the mic drop. In, though, in is the it? stall, in the stall, it was pretty good. It yeah, like good. did he go to his car in the parking lot just so he could? Because he put a lot into that. Time now for Greg Cody's back in my day. And now it is time to take a trip down memory lane. Here's your guy, Greg Cody, with Back in My Day. Flavored coffee. At some point, gradually, over time, coffee stopped being coffee. By degrees, coffee, the one true American drink, even though the vast majority of coffee beans are grown elsewhere, turned its back on America. (laughs) Back in my day, you drank coffee because, well, you like the taste of coffee. You like the actual flavor of it, being the, be it the sweet, Central American bean, the earthier note of Brazilian coffee, or maybe the floral East African brew. Light roast to dark, it was all coffee. Maybe you toss in a little bit of sweetener or even a little cream, but the bean was the flavor you craved. If you looked around lately, basic, regular coffee has been elbowed from the stores and specialty shops, shoved to the gutter by flavored coffee. The can of Maxwell House weep. I googled the phrase flavored coffee, and the variations that came up included bacon coffee, strawberry cheesecake, marshmallow cream, orange coconut, pecan pie, jalapeno, peppermint patty, Vienna strudel, and something called Matterhorn, which sounds like coffee made to taste like sheep. One of the purveyors of this scourge has the slogan, Are you ready to ditch boring coffee? Well, no. Coffee is supposed to be boring. Coffee and water try to outbore each other. Look, in Thailand, Lay's sells butter garlic scallop flavored potato chips. Doesn't make it right. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. By the way, a quick note. The typical flavoring used in coffee is a chemical consisting of 85% propylene glycol, the same synthetic substance used as a solvent in antifreeze and to de-ice airplanes. The truth. It's also a fact that flavored coffee tends to make use of cheap, stale beans. The lab-made fake flavoring is then sprayed on the old beans, which are sprayed in oil to adhere the flavoring. Give that a thought next time you're taking a sip of your fraud coffee made it taste like cherry jubilee. Me? I'll take a heavy ceramic cup of plain old hot black coffee, please. Hold the orange coconut. I'm Greg Cody, and that's how it was back in my day. 
Uh, wow, that was excellent. Uh, Roy surprised me a couple of times uh, because uh, things that sounded a little bit disgusting to me, what swept over his face was delight and hunger. He uh, put it on the poll, Guillermo, please, at Lebetard Show. Uh, does bacon coffee sound delicious? And also, do butter scallop flavored potato chips sound delicious? <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. Bacon makes everything better. You got that? Thank you. Wow, that was aggressive. Okay, oh, put it on it really the poll was. at Levitard Show. Does bacon make everything better? And also, because I love playing eye contact games with Mike Ryan, go ahead and play the Larry King. I was eating Terry's Jubilee. <laughs> so let's get to Mike Ryan's midseason XFL award. Great <laughs> oh, wow. uh, pivot. Uh, I thought you'd never ask, Dan. The XFL season's roaring. It's the mid-season point. Ratings are never have never been better. That's not entirely true. It is in my mind. But <laughs> and so obviously it's time to do our XFL midseason awards, Dan. Yeah. Oh man. As you know, I have watched every snap for the love of football, and no one, and I actually truly believe this, no one knows the XFL better than me. I mean, it's reasonable. No one's talked about it more on radio than you have. No one. So, without further ado, fellas, let's see, and you all have your own, right? So we can compare and oh, contrast. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Here are my XFL midseason awards. Wow. Number one, we're going to go right to the top. XFL MVP, Ben. Wow. XFL MVP. Everyone's talking about MVPJ out in Houston, and he's been phenomenal. Matter of fact, PJ Walker, congratulations. You're my quarterback of the year. Incredible player. However... The more impressive offensive weapon has been Cam Phillips. Dan, he leads in every receiving category. P.J. Walker doesn't lead in every quarterbacking category. Cam Phillips has nine touchdowns. Nine touchdowns. And close to 500 yards in five weeks. This guy has been literally unstoppable outside of one week. Cam Phillips, <laughs> you outside are my XFL one of the wow. three or four MVP. Weeks? Will those kind of numbers get him into the NFL? I think so, but it leads me to my next oh, award. Mm. How many awards are they? There are only 33? 30, right. 32. 32. <laughs> okay. All right, how many are we doing here? 30. I don't want to do all 32. 32? Okay, I'll, I'll just give you the best one. I'm just, here for just, all 32. Biggest much. NFL star next season. Oh, Everyone wow. looks to the quarterbacks again, and we have such a myopic quarterback bias in this country. It drives me mad. The biggest NFL star next season will be Donald Partham is a tight end for the Dallas Renegades. And tight ends in the XFL really don't exist. This is really a wide receiver league. However, he went to a small college. He's only 22 years old. This guy will be a star at tight end in the X in the NFL. He might actually only be playing on Sundays next season. Wow. Yes. Occasional Thursday. Right? Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. Yes, okay, very good. (laughs) Hold the phone. Excellent. Hold the phone. Get a phone and hold it. Comeback player of the year. Keep in mind, we only have 28 more of these. This was a guy who was bad last year who was good this year. Not exactly. Okay. It's just the comeback player of the year. But there is a comeback story. Lutube. Luis Perez from the New York Guardians started the season on the LA Wildcats, gets traded, then the gall by Kevin Gilbride to make this the third string quarterback in New York. McGloin's terrible, Williams is a disaster, gets who gets to come in and save the season for Kevin Gilbride's New York Guardians? Lou Tube. They're riding high now. Two game winning streak. They're three and two in the tightly packed 
Eastern Conference. Dan Lutube is your XFL only twenty nine more awards to only go. 20, <laughs> rookie of the year. Wow. Now I know what you're thinking. Everyone's a rookie in the XFL. Not the case. Everyone else has previous experience. But this award goes to Kenny Robinson, who I don't know if you know his story, Dan. He left college so he can go get money and prepare for the NFL draft because his mom is getting treatments. So in order to get money to pay for her treatments, he went to the XFL and left college. Kenny Robinson's been a revelation for the St. Louis Battlehawks. All right, we'll get back to Great your other. Story. We'll get Rookie back to your year. other twenty-eight awards in a second. Offensive what? line of the no, year. No, get wow. out of here. Will we ever hear a name we've heard of? Um, no. Well, maybe Cardell Jones. Bust of the year. Cardell no, get out Jones. of here. He get out of here. I mean, I think I speak for everyone when I say, "Huh, XFL." Hmm. Now, when I say Hawk and Crowder, you know. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on 560, The Joe. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and I slap the drink out of his hand. Right. And money's in the line with me. Boy, what you doing? You just lost a fan. You just lost a fan. You can't miss that and much more in about five minutes from now here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe show running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio and also a happy birthday or as I like to say happy birthday to the one and only Rick Rubin turning 57 today. If you don't know who Rick Rubin is, one of the most influential producers in the music industry's history. He was the genius behind the Beastie Boys' Paul's Boutique that pretty much invented the sample, and then it went forward from there. Did a ton of the Red Hot Chili Peppers albums, even produced this song with Jay-Z, 99 Problems. Y'all, those production skills right there. Making me excited. Other music birthdays. Jeff Amont of Pearl Jam, also 57. Pearl Jam, they have a new album coming out later on this year. Ben Burnley, lead singer of Breaking Benjamin, 42 years old. Breaking Benjamin actually coming to the I Think Amphitheater later on this year. And in a couple of days, going to be giving you a chance to win tickets to that. So keep it tuned for that. And of course, Carrie Underwear's birthday. I call her Carrie Underwear for obvious reasons, but her real name is Carrie Underwood, which also has some kind of hidden meaning to it, too. 37 years old, Mm -mm -mm. doesn't look a day over 25. Very nice music birthdays. Enough about the music, though. It's music to my ears every day when Hawk and Crowder jump on the radio from 3 to 6 right here on 560. The Joe, they're fun, they're crazy, and they give you some sports. Earlier today, talking about more Lysol. Seriously, Hawk sprayed down the studio so much, I was actually swimming in Lysol earlier today. He might have a little bit of a problem. That's okay. Also, you just lost a fan. And huge Panthers win. Plus, we take a trip back to 2017. Yeah, here we go. Get to hear a little bit of the song. Uh, We taught you this last week because there's limited time. Zazlo and Amber leave. Crowder and I walk in, but... I am not skimping on the amount of time I take to wipe down the keyboard, spray the microphone. I'm not catching it 
from the dirty people at this radio station. No, no. I catch it from a stranger by uh, <laughs> bad luck. That's one thing. But I am wiping down the console. I'm wiping down the microphone. I'm like, uh, I, I don't want to be. There are athletes that have bad bad reputation. And there's a lot of South Florida athletes that have bad reputation. We talk about it with Rodman. Actually, I'll be honest, Marino. A lot of people say Marino's blown him off in the past. Mm -hmm. Do I have to shake every hand that throws out to me nowadays? Do they understand? Listen, it would be better than what you were doing yesterday at Twin Peaks, which was shaking every hand and then running back to the table and furiously washing with the rubbing alcohol. Like, it just, just, people come up to me. I throw the elbow up. Dap elbow. it, It makes me feel like I'm I'm going to get bad stories. Like in two years, somebody's going to come to me and be like, hey, Crowder, my uncle uncle came to you at Twin Peaks and said, you threw him an elbow. I don't want to be. Sorry, it's a pandemic. I don't want to be that athlete. No, I'm stuck in the middle. I want to keep my family safe, but I want to keep my fans as well. You have a baby on the way. There's a pandemic. You keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) <laughs> what do you say? Apropos of nothing. Yeah. It's a funny story. Uh, uh, what's his name? Big Money. Rich, uh, damn, he can't be that good of friends. Athlete? He played at Florida. Yeah, he played at Florida. He was a third pick overall by the Browns. Uh, Gerard Warren. Everybody calls him Big Money because he just spent money like crazy because he had a bunch of money. And one time at a club, dude, you know, dude was drunk and he got hot with me. And he, ah, y'all can party, but you can't win no games. Same dude ended up spilling a drink on me later on. So I slapped the drink out his hand. And and Gerard grabbed me like, boy, boy, you just lost a fan. You just lost a fan. And I never thought about it <laughs> until recently when I stopped wanting to shake people's hands. Wait a second. Wait a second. So some drunk guy at the club. 2 a.m. And he's 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 talking smack to you. About 1230. He's getting lippy. He's had some yeah, drinks. A little frat guy. You know, frat guys yeah. are like yeah. bees. Right. One bee is not tough. They get 20 bees. Right. Now they're tough. Right. And he's talking trash across the bar. Coincidentally, later on in the bathroom line. I'm standing there, and something cold hits my calf. When I turn around, it's the same drunk guy. He had on an orange shirt, orange collar shirt. Is this in Gainesville? It's in Gainesville. That's the swamp, a place called the swamp. It's actually, I think it, it, it's over now. They moved, you know, names up there change all the time. Zaxby's now. Hell with you. Zaxby's <laughs> is good. <laughs> you haven't had a Zach salad yet. So I turn around, salad. and I look at him, and he looks at me, and I slap the drink out of his hand. Right. And money's in the line with me. Boy, what you doing? You just lost a fan. You just lost a fan. I end up apologizing to big money. <laughs> and the guy a, and buying the guy a drink after he talked crap about what me. What a great so tell that, me, I'm, I'm tell stuck me in that Tell me money talk to you again. Boy, what? Boy, you just lost a fan. I have limited access. Well, because <laughs> you make him sound like he's a 75-year-old guy who's imparting wisdom. I mean, he was a classmate. Money. No, no, no. He was older than me, I but was. he was from the... One of those Central Florida cities, you know, Live Oak or something. Right, right. country dude. He was right. he, he always had a big dip in his mouth. He was a country country fella, and that's how he talked. Boy, you just lost a fan. What's wrong with you? Just lost a fan. So I don't want to lose fans. That story stuck with me. All right, well, better not to c- c- catch coronavirus than yeah, uh, I, the bad thing. I'm stuck in the middle of it because I I like you said yesterday. I, I was know. hugging people. Oh my god! Like he, he just, I'm like, at what point does the pandemic allow you just to walk? away from I just walk away from people do fans understand that? I, I don't care if they don't I have to be nice I um, realize that anytime Crowder is imparting wisdom or that he's sharing a story of wisdom it's the same voice young boy take it easy <laughs> weight room is essential you gotta get in that weight room you know what it is I think guacamole when you, when you break six five 300 pounds your voice turns the same right hey what you, boy listen what you doing hey 
Come here. Boy, you just lost a fan. What the hell wrong with you? Just lost a fan. It's your limited NFL veteran. Very uh, limited. Boy, but take it's it easy. All, it's weight room is essential. Is, you got to get in that weight room. It's his dad. It's yeah, everyone yeah. he knows. <laughs> Once you hit 6'5", 300, <laughs> your voice is the same. Let me you. hear Rashad Butler. I saw him walking around today. Rashad <laughs> Butler telling you you got to use hand sanitizer. Boy, got to sanitize your hands. Rashad talks a little slower. He got it right. He has the pauses. Yeah, he has a lot of pauses. Yeah, yeah. very deliberate with Rashad. That was excellent. (laughs) Don't be nasty. Sorry, Rashad. I say sorry to Rashad more than I've said sorry to anybody in my life. (laughs) Right. Just it's like a uh, it's like a uh, um, uh, you know in advance of uh, me saying something that might actually offend you, Rashad. I apologize now. Yes. I may say something two months from now that offends you. Just know I've apologized now because I don't want you to send me through a window. And when we talk about Rashad and people, Jay Fig and Dan, people be like, hey, Rashad's so nice. Rashad's so nice. Doesn't he, what if he does get upset? I have to worry about the what if. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dogs, I love dogs. If a dog gets mad, I don't want to be around you. You told me you walk into the club or the bar. First thing you do, you do once over. You find out who the biggest dude in there is, who's going to cause you the most problem. If Anything stuff might go down, might be the nicest guy in the world. Yep. But if stuff goes down, the big dude is the one that might cause you trouble. You got to size them all up. Did you see that guy at Twin Peaks yesterday in the red shirt? I don't know if you noticed him. Uh-uh. Six seven with the with the tattoos and the arms about the size of my thigh. No. I want to introduce myself. <laughs> hey, doing brother Channing Crowder. Take the dude. edge off. He said, "What's up? No problem. You need to wash your hands." I said, "Well, I just washed in the bathroom." Uh, but I'll go. I'll go again. I just got back. Come on with me. I'll Let's go, go together. Go <laughs> you want a beer? You need something to drink? It was a huge, huge. Florida Panthers win in St. Louis last night. St. Louis, best team in the West. And the Panthers go in there and win the game outright. It's Chris Dreger, the goalie. This is going to be interesting because how many games do they have left, Solana? You have any idea? Count up how many games they have left. It's an 82-game season. Yesterday, if you weren't listening at the end of the show, this was amazing. This is so our show. All day yesterday, during his sports headlines, Alejandro Solana gave you tomorrow. Tomorrow's ACC tournament matchup of Miami versus Syracuse at noon. And what we found via a whole bunch of texters at the end of the show, Solana, my right hand to God, Solana was looking at a 2017 bracket and never bothered to look at the date. Just Googled, you know, ACC tournament and a bracket came up and all during his headlines yesterday announced that the Canes play Syracuse and that the winner goes on to play UNC. Everything was wrong. We didn't catch it. We agreed with them. I talked about how they're, uh, they'll have no problem with Syracuse because they beat Syracuse. Not roll with you on it. And it was uh, oh, makes sense. completely wrong. And so that's why I say to him, find out how many Panthers games are left. There's 82 games. I need, I want to, I want to, like, I really want to let you know. Just whatever, however many games they've played, track that from 82. You've got your answer. Whisper it in my ear. I'll do the math. <laughs> that's too much math. I just went to Google and counted how many games are left All on right, the schedule. You looked at the actual schedule. 13 games okay. remaining. So. They're one point back of Toronto right now for the third spot in the division. And look also and see where they are uh, for the wild card, because I think they're, uh, they might be one or two or three points back of the wild card. But I, I, my, my gut instinct tells me their best chance is going to be to be third in the division, get that automatic playoff spot. And it's Toronto that's ahead of them by one point. Toronto plays tonight. But uh, for them to go into St. Louis and win that game outright, but think about this, over the next 13 games, let's say Chris Dreger, and he's played, I think, the last two or three games so they're riding the hot hand yeah. so let's say he plays eight out of the next 13 games and, and they make the playoffs and they make the playoffs 
rookie start. You're going to sit your $70 million goalie for Chris Dreger. Does he give you the best chance to win? It's an unbelievable predicament. I would think, I don't know if it'll be a predicament for Coach Quenville because I think he's like, ah, bleep it. I didn't pay you guys. I didn't pay them. That's what everybody told us early on where I don't give a damn how much money you have, right. where you were drafted, what you were to, I mean, um, boogeyman, what you were to roll, what you were to gallant. He is going to evaluate you on what he's seen and go from it from there. So, yes, right now and his numbers are better. Yeah. Oh, my God. The percentages say percentage Man, he everything. He looked excellent yeah. last night. So. Yes. Start him. Huge. Do you, you want to win? If you don't start, well, Bob, I mean, are you are you admitting it was no, a mistake? No. Are you hurting his feelings? What what's the pullback the, 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 of not starting Bob in the playoffs? I, I think what it is is it, it's almost like the I don't know. Um, Tyler Hero is showing out, and now you're in the playoffs. And Andre Iguodala, make him a huge free agent acquisition, not the way they got him. If it's Beal next year. Let's say it's Bradley Beal. It's Bradley Beal. Hero just happens to be playing better. Like, you have this question where, like, with Andre Iguodala, he's got so – uh, Bobrovsky had this great season. Andre Guadalla has a finals MVP. And so you say to yourself, am I really going to be better off with Tyler Hero in, in, in the playoffs? And, and so when it got to playoff time, like if you're Coach Quenville, you really have to be thinking, am I really better off with Chris Dreger than I am Sergei Bobrovsky, who's a better NHL goalie or has been? That's, has where, been. that's where I think the question comes in. Uh, but you know, anyway, it was a huge victory last night. I I have an example, and it involves myself. When Zach Thomas got got long in the tooth, they start they they started playing me three downs over Zach, and it's a pullback in fans. And I even felt funny about it, like, bro, this is Zach Thomas. He should play third down. He slowed down. He got older. You know, he was he wasn't what he used to be. And we're assuming, not assuming, right now. I don't know if Bob can bounce back, but he he is not the the best goalie no. in the league, and he's got the trophy a, twice a already. Season. If you have to move on with a younger guy or a guy that's playing better, that's a coach's decision to but, put – But huh. after you just signed him for $70 million. In basketball, you put your best five on the court. Football, your best 11. Hockey, your best – what is it? Six and, and – I, I think there's six. more to it than that, though, you than bro- just no. saying that. I, I do. You put your best on the ice or the court that's going to help you win the game. And right now, look at – you can't look at the big number. Almost like Duncan Robinson with his three-point percentage. Well, he hasn't shot as many as Steph, but he's right behind Steph. Right there in the top three of all-time three-point percentage. You play him. If you want a three shot right now, I don't give a damn who you have. You put Duncan in the game if you need to hit a three because he's hitting almost half of his threes, and that is historic numbers. Drieger is better. His numbers are better than Bobrovsky. You put the best guy in the game. Channing Crowder giving you that sports insight right there. Of course, Hawk and Crowder, you can hear the craziness and the seriousness. Like I said, my man Channing just brought to you every single weekday from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Of course, you can download the podcast for their show, this show, or any of the shows you hear on the radio station, wqam.com, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, or the radio.com app. Got any questions? I will field them online at Dan Day Radio on Twitter. Getting back to basketball, the Heat had a couple of days off, feeling kind of good after a Washington Wizards win, although the weekend started a little rough, losing to Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans. No, I wasn't singing and dancing in the streets. I actually thought the Pelicans were going to show up, play very well, but in the end, the Heat would win, and I was like, I'm okay with that because it helps them in the playoffs. The Pelicans probably won't make the playoffs, but then when the Pelicans won, I said, eh, feeling pretty good about myself. Hopefully Miami will get them in the next game. So let's relive what was a good night for me and maybe not so much of a good night for somebody that is strictly a Heat fan. 
Live from the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans, Louisiana. It's the NBA with the New Orleans Pelicans playing host to your Miami Heat. Good evening, everyone. Mike Ingles here along with my partners, Coach Ron Rothstein. Bam, now to Butler. Butler straight up on Ingram. Takes him all the way down inside. Got it to go, and he is fouled going to the basket. Jimmy Butler went right up and in and got into the body of Brandon Ingram. Nice isolation. Jimmy got the open side of the floor, and just with the shooter in the corner, they couldn't come off to help. Bam. Gets it to Nunn. Wide open Nunn. He misses the three. Put back two-hand jam. Airplane mode slams it in. 18-17 Pelicans. Bounce pass to Kelly Olenek. Right side. Hands it off to Duncan Robinson. Open for the three. Got it to go Robinson. That's three from downtown for Duncan now. Three of four. And the heat down by six. Williamson spins. Turns around. Puts it up. Got it to go. And he'll go to the free throw line. He just bulldozed and uh, dump truck Jake Crowder. And the crowd gets called for the foul. Duncan Robinson on the wing to Jimmy Butler. Butler allowed to go right along the baseline. Ole defense by Holiday there. And a Jimmy Butler puts it in with an easy slam. And now with 19. Back inside, Andre Iguodala. Boy, they're getting behind the defense now of the Pelicans. And the Heat are down by 10 once again. We're outrunning them. Their transition defense falling asleep. We're running for layups. Derrick Jones Jr. for three. That had no chance going. Ball tapped back, and he's got it back to Duncan Robinson. Three on the way, Duncan. Bang! Duncan Robinson pulls Miami within one. And for Duncan Robinson, that is yet another three ball. That's his eighth tonight. Ball. They're looking for Williamson, but Solomon Hill's all over him. Doing a good job slip running him. Out on the wing to Ingram. Ingram throws up the prayer, and it's answered from downtown. Wow. Well, he's been horrid all night. From yeah. the 3 of 18 shooting, now 4 of 19 and 2 of 7 from beyond the arc. And that was deep. Uh, what a disappointing performance by Miami in this one tonight. As the Heat dug a hole, and the hole was way too deep, and they could not get out of it. Final, it is 110 New Orleans, 104 Miami. Being born and raised in the Big Easy, kind of bittersweet right there. My two favorite teams going at it, but my birth team won, so I was feeling pretty good about myself. Pelicans, along with Duncan Robinson for the Heat, hotter than a $2 pistol. Who that guy can shoot, and Pelicans, they keep winning. But don't worry, I got some love for the Heat, too. They turned right around like a good playoff basketball team should. And on Sunday, they played the Wizards at the, well, up in the Verizon Center in D.C., and the Heat took care of business. Let's revel in that. Live from the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., it is the NBA with the Washington Wizards playing host to your Miami Heat. Good evening, everyone. Mike Ingles here, along with my partners, Coach Ron Rothstein. It's that pass intercepted there, a two-on-one break. Back with it, Robinson. Oh, nice little show and go, and he went right to the rim. Used Derrick Jones Jr. as a decoy and got the layup. Right now, Miami on top, 5-0. Duncan with all the scoring. Another turnover. Miami's got a break. A four-on-two. Derrick Jones Jr. up with it. Hands it off to Bam. Bam! Two-hand jam. And Miami now up 20-10. Nice pass again by Derrick Jones. Finding Bam. Cutting to the rim. Robinson backdoor into Olenek. Solomon Hill for three. Got it to go. Hill right in front of his own bench from downtown. Behind the backboard. Miami. <laughs> Up by seven. Yeah, it literally was just about deep in that corner behind yep. the backboard. He was. Butler inbounds to Bam of the front court. Now to Hill. Solomon Hill straight up top to Dragic. Dragic around the Bam screen right side. Alley oop to Bam at the rim. Oh, had to get there quick, and he slams it down with two hands. Solomon Hill to Robinson for three. He's got it to go, Robinson, and he'll tie it up from downtown. He got some penetration. 
and we were able to draw and kick and spread them, caught them in rotations. Duncan was wide open. Bam, he is the go-to guy. Hachimura on him. Back up top to Nunn. Nunn for three. Got there it to go. go. Kendrick Nunn from downtown. And Scotty Brooks will call a timeout and Miami leading by six. Bam's drives to the basket. His one-on-one ability drew the second defender. That opened up the perimeter. Bam up top into the corner. Duncan to close it. Got it from downtown. Wide open look. Back-to-back trays from Duncan Robinson. And the Heat with their largest lead of the night with 44 seconds left. How about this comeback? What a comeback, Miami. Ends this game on a 16-3 run, and they win it by 11. The final score, Miami 100 and Washington 89. We'll get back to the Heat highlights in just a second. Before I introduce those highlights, I said the Verizon Center. I know I had driven by the Verizon Center and said, oh, that's where the Wizards play when I was in D.C. I was sober, so I remembered that. And now I realize that sports arenas and stadiums change names more than I change underwear. It is now the Capital One Arena. At one point, it was the Verizon Center. Maybe that's a sign of me getting old. I don't know. Seriously, though, these arenas, these stadiums, pick a name, stick with it. But then again... The money that's offered, I can't really fault them for changing names like changing underwear. Nonetheless, I am changing over, getting out of here. Going to go to the gym for a little bit because like I had Chinese buffet last night. I've been eating all day. It's crazy. Try to get in shape. I'll be back tomorrow night. Remember, they got a heat game tomorrow night during the day. 11.30 pregame for ACC tournament action. The Hurricanes going to be playing the Clemson Tigers. I'll be helping out Joe Z with that right here on 560 The Joe. Then tomorrow night again, 6 o'clock, the best of The Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.